the Spring Podcast. I'm Pastor Laura Blevins, inviting you to enjoy this week's message from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. Thank you for coming to the waters for uplifting music, rejuvenation, and inspiration. Thank you for coming to the spring. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Ethan, and I'm one of the worship leaders here. You are at the spring. Welcome. We're excited to have you this morning. Uh, we are going to begin by, by singing some songs together, and uh, I just want to, uh, to invite you to, uh, to stand as you're able. Uh, in your bulletin that you've got there at the very back, there should be a, a card, and you can, can fill that out um, if this is your first time here, and uh, it just gives us a way to, uh, to stay in contact with you about some of the different things going on here in, uh, in our community, and uh, yeah, we're excited to have you all with us. Uh, so again, if you would like to, to stand as you're able, we're going to begin by singing.
we say that, that you are our living hope this morning with whatever we're facing, with whatever's going on in our lives, we say that you, you alone are our hope. It's not a raise. It's not a better situation. It's not an easy way out. Our only hope is you. So we say that this morning, that you are our living hope. Pray this and we believe this in your name. Amen. You may be seated. So we are in our series about leading generously, and we are um, in week four of that. Uh, so let me give you a recap of where we are so far. So uh, Frank Donovan, who's this guy right here, um, is trying to decide whether or not he's going to stay CEO at his job. He makes a lot of money. Um, and then his friend Ray um, is trying to figure out how to come back into his daughter's life, Naomi, after they've been estranged for so long. So watch this here today, and uh, let's see what they have to say. Hey, Frank. What are you doing here so early? I think I'm going to resign. You're going to what? I'm going to resign. Is this about the billing issues on that government contract? Come on. Don't be absurd, Frank. They're not going to push you out over that. Honestly, it might just be what God has in store for me anyway. Cassie and I have been talking the last few days about what it might look like to live a quieter life. <laughs> I thought you'd be thrilled. You're next in line, big man. Sure, but uh, it would be bad form for me to do my victory dance before. Seriously, I wanted to talk to you about something. I hope I haven't waited too long. What's up? There aren't a lot of guys in this business who seem to have a, a good handle on their priorities, but you're one. I was just hoping. 
hoping we could find the opportunity to discuss how you manage them. You know, kind of like a, a mentor thing. But, I mean, hey, if you're going to be leaving, I mean, you've got like two minutes to tell me everything I need to know. I've got a better idea. What are you doing this afternoon? Okay. That brings us back to the main level. Well, the house is beautiful. I don't think he'll have any trouble getting offers if we do decide to sell. But give me a day or two to pull some comps down the back to one pricing. Sure. Okay. Oh, hey, Ray. I was just about to head down to see time. Uh, Ray, this is Maggie Jacobs. Maggie, this is Ray. Nice to meet you. She's a realtor. You're selling the house? We're thinking about it. It's a long story. You and Frank have a lot of catching up to do. Well, I have everything I need. I'll get back to you soon. Ashley, I had stopped by to talk to you. Oh? I want Naomi to have these. And I was hoping that you could get them to her for me. I really think that it would mean more coming from you. I wish there was a way to make everything right without them wrong. But at this point, I think it's better for her if I don't disrupt the life she's made for herself. I'll, I'll see you back at the store. you can make it. Come on, let me introduce you to a few people. Well, uh, Mr. Frank. Hey, Shane. I'm staying out of trouble. I hit a home run yesterday. That's awesome, buddy. I'll tell you what, you tell me all about it when we meet next week. Great. Um, you know, I thought we were meeting about the mentoring arrangement, um, but this is a soup kitchen. I mean, uh, it's a lot more than that now. We have an auditorium for special events. Down the hallway there, we have classes for continued education. Oh, right. Well, maybe I can make a donation or, or something. It's a good idea. Let's start with your time. Uh, excuse me. Hi, I'm Alicia, and this is Ben. Hey, buddy. I'm really sorry to interrupt, but um, Ben is your biggest fan. He is always talking about how he loves coming to your presentations with the other kids from the community center, and when he saw you, he just got so excited he had to come and say hi. Is that so? What's the matter, Ben? The cat's got your toe? I don't know. I might need you to prove it. On three, okay? One, two, three. Believe, Believe in the seed! <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> I know you have a lot of kids that come through here, and I know you probably don't get to know them all, but you're probably the closest thing to a father figure that Ben's ever had life. Is there something that you wanted to say, Uncle? Thank you. Uh, thank you. And can you tell Uncle Ray what you learned next week? Even when I break my promises, God loves me no matter what because he's my father. You got it. Your talk about God's promises really meant a lot to Ben, 
he's dealt with a lot of broken promises from his own father. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, brothers can be that way sometimes. So this is like um, wax on, wax off or something, right? It's just helping people who need help. Even on a day like today, huh? When you observe that a man seeks the affection of those who do nothing for him or for whom he must do everything, and he doesn't seek himself, that that pure benevolence sways his heart. I forgot who said that. You know, my friend Ray designed these shirts. You know why he made them yellow? Why? Well, he said that it reminded him of the sun and that the sun increases the capacity for growth in all likelihood point is that if you want to know how to get a handle on your priorities, find a way to increase the capacity of others and quit worrying about your own. There's a Bible verse that talks about sharing all the things that you've learned with others so they can do the same. And this is how you do it? It's one way. But this place is going to need someone to pick up the slack financially if Cassie and I don't have the means to keep supporting them the same way. I take my other job, just think about taking this one too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I can see why you're having trouble finding candidates for that mentoring gig. Yeah. It sure must take a special calling to work full-time in a place like this. Yeah, I guess it does. scripture today that we're going to read from comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, if you'll follow with me. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust with the reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Good and gracious God, as you have poured out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, Lord, we ask that you bless the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts to be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, our strength, our rock, and our redeemer. Amen. So uh, we're in this series about leading generously, and really the main theme today um, is about how we need to stop really focusing on ourselves and start focusing on building other people up in the kingdom of God. Um, when we talk about leaders and what God is calling us to do, you know, my question for you is, would you be able um, to let someone else shine instead of yourself? You know, oftentimes we don't realize that in our own lives, part of our job is to build other people up. And yet we live in this culture and this time where it's all about ourselves and building ourselves up. You know, um, maybe you've had a boss or somebody that you've worked with um, that has to be the smartest person in the room. You work with anybody like that? 
you want to raise your hands? Yeah? Um, it's pretty annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yes? And, you know, a little competition is, is good, but what God wants us to do is something different than that, right? He doesn't want us to be in competition with who's the best Christian. He wants us to be able to build up other Christians and lift them up for the kingdom of God. So at what point um, do we need to support other people to shine instead of ourselves? In the film this week, um, Frank Donovan begins to recognize that maybe his job isn't to be the CEO, which means that he's not going to be able to give as much money, right, um, that he normally does. Um, and he's going to have to write smaller checks, but that his impact is going to be increased just by mentoring and lifting up other people. You know, I want to um, invite you to turn with me in your Bibles to Luke chapter 21. Um, this is about the widow's might, which I think is really important for us uh, to, to understand today as we are looking through this. So go to Luke chapter 21, and we're going to go verses 1 through 4. He looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury, and he saw a poor widow put in two copper coins, and he said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them, for they all contributed out of their abundance, but she contributed out of her poverty and put in all the living that she had. I think this is an excellent example. Now, first of all, I want you guys to know, somebody um, in the church here um, has given me a widow's mite. Isn't that cool? And I think I've passed this around for you all to look at before, but I'm going to um, pass it around and let you guys look at it again, because I think that's pretty cool. Um, the widow's mite story is perfect here, um, especially in what was happening. So they're in the temple, and Jesus is at the temple, and what's, what's going on? All of these rich people are coming in, and they're putting their money in the coffers, right? And they're these big, big wood boxes. And so as they're coming in, and, and they're making as loud of a noise as they possibly can, right? Just bang, bang. Can you hear it? As, and so the louder the bang, the more money you put in, right? And so all these, you know, wealthy people were just parading themselves up and doing this. And then here comes this widow, and she puts in all she has. Does it make a big, huge noise? No, but Jesus stops and says, this is what's important. This woman gave everything that she had, not out of um, her abundance, like what everybody else is doing, but was everything that she had. And we look at that, and we look at um, our own lives, and that's what God is calling us to do, too, to give what we have, not to make loud noises so that everyone can see how important we are, right, but to give God the best of what we have. You know, um... I want to tell you, we could spend a lot, a lot, a lot of time um, for me telling you about my faults, right? I mean, you could just ask anyone in my family. Um, I have a lot of faults. But I want to talk to you today about one of my spiritual gifts. Is that okay? Without me trying to build myself up, I just want to share with you a spiritual gift that I have. One of my spiritual gifts um, is recognizing spiritual gifts in other people. Isn't that crazy? I don't know what it's called. Uh, the gift of discernment or something, I don't know. Um, it is not me at all. I've not done anything to deserve it. I've always sort of been this way, where I can recognize talent in other people. Did you know that? 
And I could look at them and say, you know what you would be great for? How many of you have had that conversation with me? Right? Uh-huh. Some of you are here just because of that, right? You know what you would be great for? It's this here in the church. Now, this is a spiritual gift that God has given me. And, you know, early on, I recognized this gift in my life, even when I was younger. And I think part of it had to do, and you cannot tell them I said this, but I have really talented siblings. Do not tell them. It'll just, they don't need to be built up any more than they already are. But I have two sisters and a brother who are really, really talented. And I could see that in them. And I could also see that I didn't have the same talents as them. And so it never occurred to me to be in competition with them. That, I believe, is God. That has nothing to do with me. That is not Laura Blevins at all. That is just the Holy Spirit working in me. But my spiritual gift is to lift other people up. And you know what? We have a lot of people in this congregation who need to be lifted up. Amen? And your job, too, is to help build people up. Not just to look at yourself and what you can do to better yourself, but what can you do to better the world? What can you do to better the church? Well, guess what? We've come up with a solution for this. I'm so glad you asked. So one of the things that this church has done for a long time that I never knew about was having mentors for new members. Did you all know about this? Some of you did, because you've been here forever, right? So we're going to be sort of revamping this mentor program. And what does that look like? Well, it looks like when we have new members that come to church, that your job is to help mentor them, help keep track of them, invite them to sit next to you, right? Just be there for them. Can you do that? That's pretty easy. But also, we're expanding it into the preschool. We have 54 kids that go to preschool here. 54 families. Most of which don't go to church anywhere. Do you all know that? That is our first outreach here in this congregation, is our preschool. 54 of those families, most of which don't go to church anywhere. Now, I know you know those people. And I know that those people know you. And we're going to do those connections too. Because our job is to lift other people up. Not to make ourselves shine, but to make the kingdom of God shine. Think we can do that? It's a pretty good task. I think it's pretty amazing. And I know that that's what God would want us to do. To give, not out of our you know, obligation to others, but out of our love and devotion to them. So that's what we're going to be doing over these next few weeks. So when I call you and say, hey, can you do this mentoring thing for me, for this family? You're going to say yes, because it's really hard to say no to me. Do you all know that? Yeah, some of you know that better than others too, don't you? Amen. <laughs> I will take your nose. I do, gracefully. But God wants us to build up our church and build up this community. And we have so many amazing people here who can share their gifts, their knowledge, their love of Jesus Christ with others. And that's what we're going to ask you to do. And that's what we need you to do and help, okay? So over these um, next few weeks, these next few months, you're going to be getting phone calls from me. And we're going to connect you with people 
who need you in their lives. You know, God sends us the people that we need. Amen. And he's sending us the people in this community. What a blessing it is to be a part of this congregation who's ready and able and willing to go and do these things. So be like the widow who gave what she had, not to be showy, not to prove how wealthy she was, but she gave what she had out of the love that she had in her heart. And that widow's mite that's coming around was more blessed by God than any other gift. Isn't that cool? You guys pray with me. Good and gracious God, we thank you so much for all that you've given us this day. Help us, Lord, to reach out to the preschool families. Help us to reach out to this community. Help us to reach out to the new people in our congregation and to share our love of you with them so, so that we can build ourselves up, build our congregation up, not ourselves, but build our congregation up for your kingdom. In your awesome name we pray. Amen. We all stand. We're going to...
message? Please consider giving to our ministry and helping us continue the work of Jesus Christ by making a contribution. Go to esmethodist.com on your computer or smartphone and click on the giving and service tab. to seek your kingdom first, be all the barriers, be all the
Thanks for coming today. Go forth in peace. And we all need to continue to pray for Patrick Mahomes, right? That his knee's okay? We're praying. We're praying. We're praying. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast of The Spring. Tune in every Sunday evening for the next rejuvenating podcast of music and messages from the First United Methodist Church of Excelsior Springs. God bless you and have a great day.